Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Two Starbucks closing 16 stores in Democrat-run cities. Remember, the Democrats are our biggest threat. I haven't even talked about the Florida Skinny Dipper world record yet. Yes, that's coming up. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, hail to the chief. Uh, where the hell's president? Uh, Joe Biden taking after reporters. Uh, Biden reminiscing about the good old days when he used to have lunch with segregationists. <laughs> Seven-year-old white girl punished by the school for writing any all any lives matter on Black Lives Matter picture that she drew. That's a heck of a story. I'm going to get into that a little bit later on. So I got all and and what's in your urine? A toxic weed killer. It may not be a killer to you, but your weeds aren't growing anymore. But right now we've been talking about the video. Been talking about the video all morning that was released on what happened in Uvalde, and it's as bad as anything you could ever see with police running and hiding for their lives, retreating while children were being shot, executed, and terrorized. And, Tim, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. Yes, Trey. If you would look at that video, which I saw, and imagine taking the police out of that situation and putting in parents not armed or anything, I guarantee you that door would have been breached with a bunch of parents. And we know that, Tim. We know that life. because we had a mama who went, remember, and they cuffed her. Yes. They cuffed her. And yes. we know that, too, because we had a daddy who was also a police officer. He's standing there, and two really big police officers are holding on to him. So we know that. We also know that a husband was there, and his wife was one of the teachers who was shot and killed. And she called him. He shows up. They took his gun away and hauled him out of the building. We know what, what a loved one would do. We don't even have to ask, do we, Tim? We know. We know parents would have advanced. No shields, no gun. We're advancing. We're going in. We're going to save our kids. This is this is. There's no excuse for what I see in this video. And guys, I'm I'm looking for one. <laughs> Please believe me. <laughs> but all the Leo I know, you're just as pissed off as I am. I know you are. And this is not to paint you with a with a with a broad brush. I still love my Leo, but there's no excuse for this, and I'm looking for one. I'm trying to say, well, maybe it was this, maybe it was that, maybe they were afraid, maybe this, that. I'm just, that I can't excuse this. I don't know how anybody can can excuse what these guys did not do that day, their actions that day. I don't know how. I would love to be able to say, well, a mitigating circumstance here, there, or yonder, or they were waiting for orders. You know what? You don't go hide around the corner and wait for orders when children are being shot in the face. Ronnie, go right ahead. You're on. Uh, yes, sir. All I can say, uh, you, those police and all these local laws, Texas Rangers, Highway Patrol, I respect them of all dignity. But in the past, I've always been afraid of being pulled over by these locals because they're, other than being 
cowardice with that's what that was they're dangerous to other people are used to little speeders or kids to mess with them but when it really hits you know what that you saw what they've done now texas rangers highway patrol i am pleased to be around them in restaurants they're friendly it's a local law i don't care where you go i've worked all over the state and out of state Okay, Ronnie. Be careful now. You don't 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 paint with a broad brush, man. There are a lot of great local officers out there in a lot of great little towns, and so no, I'm not going to toss them in the mix. I appreciate your call, but I'm going to disagree a little bit. We just agree to disagree because I, I there's a lot of, a lot of good law out there. There are a lot of good law. There's bad law, but there's a lot of good law guys out there, and uh, these guys they made terrible choices that day and choices that cost children their lives. There's no other way of putting it. It's a hard reality. And, and by the way, we can continue to talk about the feminization of men. Elaine, there's not many Ralphs left. Her, her husband, Ralph, he gets out there and works and works and works and works in the hot sun 8, 10, 12 hours a day to bring home the bacon to her. I have no doubt in my mind that Ralph would dive into a classroom to save kids. Ralph's a man. There once was a time. When we raised our boys and we put them in football and we taught them how to be men and we taught them how to be tough and rough and do what was necessary and we shipped them off in the military, we did all that. But for the last 20 years or longer, there's been this move in our culture to feminize men and you're seeing that play out in real life. You really are. It's happening before your very eyes. Oscar, go right ahead. You're on the air. Yes, sir. Uh, I just uh, make a little comment that uh, uh, they had a drill two months before of that active shooter situation on uh, on March 22, I believe. Are you talking about a drill? Yeah. Yeah. They had training like a couple of weeks before. It wasn't long before this. They were trained on what to do. And on that same school. Yeah. Well, and, and they were. And thank you, Oscar. They were also they were also trained in their initial. Uh, learning how to be a police officer. You go to the threat wherever the threat is you go to. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Where Rhyme is up next. Sean's out today. I'll continue to take your calls about this. we got other news that I want to get to this morning. I don't want to miss out on some of this other stuff that's going on as well. So we'll get to it all this morning and continue with our phones being open at 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. You know, um, uh, you know this is not something... Uh. Uh, you know, there's going to be many polls. They're going to go up or they're going to go down. Uh-huh. Uh, this is not the thing that we are solely focused on. Uh-huh. Uh, we are focused on the priority for this president and how we have seen gas prices go down by uh-huh. close to 30 uh-huh. cents a gallon the past 25 plus days. Uh-huh. We have seen an economy that has bounced back. Oh, stop it. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Stop it. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Sean's out today, Trey Ware, KTSA 210-599-5555. First of all, Captain John Sadie. Captain John Sadie. Calling Captain John Sadie, where are you? The best French fries on planet Earth. I'll put them up against anybody, anytime. He can bring a smile to my granddaughter's lips with his uh, with his French fries. I'm telling you right now, you've never had French fries like Kevin John says. I promise. They're the best anywhere. I've told him. I said, you know what? I don't have much money, but if you wanted to get a food truck and do this for a living, I would find a way to get this financed. You're in. I'm in. Yeah. Because yeah, you literally, you could make a mint with a food truck selling his French fries. Now, who's got the best anywhere? I mean, it used to be McDonald's, but I don't think so anymore, right? 
Didn't everybody used to rant and rave and j- drive through to, mm-hmm. to get the McDonald's yeah, French fries? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Jim's has great French fries, but mm-hmm. I think their onion rings are better than their French fries. Now, I happen to be a crinkle cut fan. I was just about to mention that. I am. Chick-fil-A? Oh, the waffle fries? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Waffle fries from Chick-fil-A are good. I'm, I'm more of a crinkle what, cut guy. What's you know? that place uh, you know, up by where we live? The the restaurant across from Chick-fil-A. It's also a chicken Oh, Cane's. Place. They have some good fries. They have good there. French fries over there. That's a, that, that, they're, they're crinkle, crinkle cuts. Cut, yep. So are bushes. Bushes are crinkle cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people prefer the steak kind of fries at Bill Miller's. Yep. Uh, it used to be that McDonald's was so good that they had kiosks. They had these wagon kiosks that they would have at Disney World, and it was just fries. You couldn't get a burger. You couldn't get anything else. You walked up, and they gave you a big bag of fries. And i got to tell you something. Whataburger used to be that for me. When I would leave here at 9 in the morning to go to an appointment somewhere out, you know, talking to a sponsor... I would run by Whataburger every once in a while, and I, I used to say this on the air a lot. Happiness is an orange and white bag full of fries on a seat next to you. Because I'd drive along and just reach down in there. And I'd ask for a double, because they'll double fry. Right. Double fry and put extra salt, baby. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So where are you getting your fries today? 210-599-5555. It's serious news time. Yeah. Where are you getting your fries today? It's important stuff. Well, to me it is. Yeah. You know? You're talking about Whataburger and, and shakes earlier. Yes. Yes. Don't what they have a summer shake that's like a... They've got a banana pudding yeah, that's shake. That's it. Is banana it any good? Pudding. It's awesome. Really? you got to try it. Does it have... I know it sounds kind of odd. Does but, it have uh, vanilla wafers in there? I, I, the one I had had no... No vanilla wafers. See, you can't have banana pudding without vanilla wafers. Are you kidding me? Who's doing that? you got to have... Well, I guess you could buy your own vanilla wafers and put them down in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe they should, you know... You know, have those little cookies that they give you sometimes? Yeah. They should be like a little package of those. Nilla wafers. Toss them down. Yeah. Toss there those you in go. there. If you want them, you can put them in there. Well, yeah. I think, doesn't Chick-fil-A, they do like, for the summer, they do like a peach shake or something for the summer. I could yeah. be making this up. They do, right? Peach? Yeah. And so Whataburger has it. But the French fries, the Whataburger French fries, I think, are still okay. I don't think that they're necessarily bad. I think it's bad they sold to Chicago and they're going with this basic look for all their restaurants. But. Right. There's a new place popping up around, P. Terry's. They have some good fries. They do. Their fries are really good. You know what makes P. Terry's good? They do burgers, and that's it. So yeah. you you, go, you you either get a hamburger or a cheeseburger. What you want? You want a hamburger or cheeseburger? Now get out of here. You know, and Eight it, million different ways of eating them. Well, They're having them prepared. Like yesterday I went to Arby's, right? And and what we're doing is we're, we're, we're just kind of eating a little fast food right now because we're you know, anyway, we're not cooking that much right now at the moment. But anyway, uh, so I went to Arby's yesterday. The menu is overloaded. I can't. You sit there for thirty minutes, going, "I'm just, I can't." You know, I, I'm. You know, you're paralyzed by that many choices. Yeah. You get a hamburger or a cheeseburger, and I get out of here. <laughs> they don't know. They don't tell you at P. Terry's to get out of here. They should. No, no. Wouldn't that be great marketing? No, you see, I, I'm, you want, I'm you want to do you... number one, or do you want to do number two? Now get out of here. Right. See, now I'm glad you've latched onto them because I know you were, were a big Whataburger fan. Right. And then they, they sold to the Chicago outfit and you were, you know, uh, upset. disappointed. So Pete Terry's, you know, local, locally owned. No, they're not. Yeah, they're from Austin. No. Are they from, really? Yeah. Well, I knew they were in Austin, but they're owned for, uh, out of yeah. there, huh? The, the guy who, I think his name is Phil. Um, hey, he, Phil. He, Phil. He, <laughs> morning, Phil. That's Phil Terry. I believe that's his name. Oh, but, for Pete Terry. Yeah. I get it. I, okay. I, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent. Took me a while to were, put that together. Man. They were here about a year ago, maybe. When really? They, when they opened up their first. San oh, they Antonio brought you one in here. 
but they just stop by to visit. Oh. Yeah. Don't ever come to a radio station just to visit. If you yeah. if you're you opening bring up some a food, bring food. That's right. You better bring a lot of it too. Yeah, you will find we have a closed door policy. That's you know? right. Yeah. yeah, bring us something. Yeah, somebody shows up and says, "I'm from XYZ Restaurant. I'm here to talk about my food. <laughs> Where is it? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, don't come. Unless you're gonna bring food. All right, so French fries. It's on the. It's National French Fry Day. So where? Do, where? Who's got the best French fries? I say Captain John Sadie's house. And the next time I go over there for Poo Day. Then all y'all can come with me. What day? Poo. Poo day. We get in the pool. Oh, okay. Yeah, poo day. We go over with the poo. I thought it was. <laughs> oh, you're that. <laughs> what the hell kind of weird stuff are you guys? I thought it was a segue after eating yeah. fries. Right. <laughs> hey, man, I, this is why you and I don't hang out behind the scenes anymore. That's a smooth move, you isn't move, it? You moved on to something that I'm not interested in. <laughs> well... You know, I do have a dark side that comes out on the weekends. Apparently so. Darn right. Yeah. All right, so uh, I want to go through some of the sound here because we got some really pretty good stuff uh, that we, we want to play with. We do want to talk about the Uvalde uh, video. And uh, anything here that you want to talk about on the Uvalde In fact, here's the deal. Here's here's how I'm going to run the show for the next two hours. And then JD's going to come in at nine. Uh, I'm just going to go through these stories. And as I go through these stories, you jump on the phones at 210-599-5555 and give me your comments, all right? So we'll talk about the Uvalde video here in a minute and go through some of this other stuff, uh, Joe Biden news and Starbucks closing down. And Anthony Fauci's back. Did you miss him? Aye, did you miss me? Aye, did you miss me? I mean, he sounds like Beetlejuice. Just say his name three times. Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. Aye, here I am. <laughs> Spitting his jacket. All right, so here we go. Let's talk uh, number one, Don. Let's go with uh, Joe Biden. <clears throat> he was on the White House lawn yesterday. He was having a barbecue on the White House lawn, a by barbecue, because it was for both parties. And one of the things he was doing while he was having his by barbecue, he was um, he he was waxing poetically about the days when he would hang out with segregationists. It's a great follow-up to his wife insulting everybody in San Antonio and South Texas by calling them tacos, right? And he said he misses the days, reminiscing, reminiscing fondly, the days when he had lunch with the late segregationist Senator James Eastland. I don't know, maybe they ate tacos back then. And... Uh, he was at, he was on the White House lawn saying, you know, there were there was a great time when I would hang out with Senator James Eastland. Now that is a shot across the bow at Kamala because that's the one that he uh, would bring up during the campaign. And Kamala told him in a June 2019 debate, "It's hurtful for me to hear you talk about Senator Eastland the way you did. He was a segregationist. Joe doesn't care. Joe is a white boy racist. He's a white supremacist. His wife is as well. She called you a taco if you're brown." And then he said every time he hears hail to the chief, no joke, no joke, champ, he looks around because he doesn't know who the president is. Wow, you think I'm joking? I'm not. Turn around and where, where's, where's the president? Ah, where is he? I don't have any idea. Oh, she's standing right over there next to you, Joe. And then while he was out there, one of the reporters asked him that, uh, you know, 64% of Democrats do not, of Democrats do not want him to run again in 2024. So he was asked about that. He was asked about, you know, 2024. Are you going to run again, even though 64% of Democrats don't want you to? Here's how that went. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two-thirds say they don't. Read the poll. Read the poll, Jack. 
You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote yeah, for no, no, no. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in no. 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. No, no, Joe, that's not true. 64% of Democrats say they don't want you to run. He's right, Joe, you're wrong. But you know what he he did? You know how he gets that mad look on his face and he goes after the reporter? That's what he did. Remember the one he grabbed by the lapels? Do you remember when he called Peter Ducey a stupid son of a bitch? Remember all that stuff? Yeah, well, this guy he went after in that manner. Read the polls, Jack. Yeah, read the polls, Jack. Jack, corn pop. Jacking with corn pop. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. All right, and then I've told you that he's a creepy perv. Yeah, I said it. The president's a creepy perv. I've said it, and I'll say it again. The president is a creepy perv. When you're smelling little girl's hair, you're a creepy perv, okay? And he always has been. I'll say it again. So yesterday, the president of Mexico is in the Oval Office, and they're having a little conversation. The president of Mexico is talking about one world, and we need to be one world, and you need to get rid of conservatives in America, lock them all up, open up the border, give amnesty, and all this stuff. And Joe's nodding along and nodding off until he looks up and he sees a pretty Mexican camera woman. And he stops the Mexican president mid-sentence and says, wait a minute, this is halfway through. This is like in the middle of a serious discussion. He stops him and starts talking about the Mexican camera operator because she's so pretty. President Biden, I'm about to finish. Let me say one thing. I can't get over how that lovely lady is holding that camera steady. Tengo que decirle algo. La cámara no se ha movido. Usted lo ha tenido así, sostenido esa cámara sin moverse todo el tiempo. It's she's such a distraction i gotta just say man that she's she's holding that camera really well mm, yeah i wonder if he was thinking good job taco and, and i'm gonna and then he went on to say i have enormous respect for you i'm gonna find out how she holds that camera it's so amazing she's exceptional just holding that camera what a great grip she has let me say one thing. I can't get over how that lovely lady is holding that camera. It's a creepy perv. All right, Joe, you're on. Go ahead, Joe. Yes. Hey, yeah. uh, <clears throat> thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, I was uh, reminiscent of what you guys were talking about this morning in regards to the Uvalde situation. Have you had any or know of any of the police officers that were in the building that have come forward? And said and defended their position themselves. No, nope, nope. They 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 have them on lockdown and they have them tight lipped and they're all lawyered up and they've got. They're not allowing them to talk to anybody. We've asked and we've asked and we've asked and we've asked. Uh, that that's the thing that's really frustrating. One of the things, one of the many things, very frustrating about this, Joe. Thank you for the call. I I'm going to take a break. When I come back after the break, I'm going to dive into this because this is the biggest story of the day. Get ready to turn red. I'll tell you about River City Oral Surgery. I went over there yesterday to see Dr. Mark Habercorn. Guys, I got to tell you, he puts his prices right on the website so you know what you're going to pay without the insurance before you ever leave your home. RiverCityOMS.com, RiverCityOMS.com. I'm sitting there thinking while I'm talking to Dr. Habercorn, why didn't everybody do that? Why doesn't everybody? 
in in the medical field, why don't they just put their prices, why aren't they transparent like him, and put their prices on their website so you'll know exactly what it's going to cost you without the insurance. You see, Dr. Havercorn, great guy. He's a farmer and all that kind of rancher, and he's just a really good guy, solid person. Uh, He believes in free market. He believes in competition. He's a surgeon who has hospital privileges. In fact, he was doing surgery last night on some transplant patients. Really an awesome guy. He can take care of any tooth uh, health issue. you got like wisdom teeth. You need a tooth removed. You need dental implants. We were talking a lot about implants yesterday. You need major facial surgery. He showed me yesterday, Elaine, uh, how he rebuilt the face of a gunshot victim. That's the kind of work that this guy can do. Yeah, he rebuilt his entire face. It's amazing, amazing work that he does at RiverCityOMS.com. That's Dr. Mark Havercorn. Check him out. Sunny and hot today, 103 for your high. Right now it's 80 at KTSA. Where and Rima. Yeah. And uh, Sean's off today. By the way, I'm going to be off... Uh, next week starting this friday and all of next week going to spend some family time during the summer it's vacation time to spend a little time with nancy and my mother-in-law so uh and and the grand girls and that's where i'll be hanging out with them so uh sean will be flying solo next week 210-599-5555 if you haven't seen the uvalde video just google my name trey Ware ktsa trey Ware ktsa the video is as bad as it gets. In fact, it's worse than you can imagine as far as I'm concerned. I'm a big supporter of Leo, but I cannot excuse these guys running away and hiding themselves down the hallway while children were being executed. I cannot excuse this. There's no way. And, and, and I'm the guy who said, well, maybe, it, you know, before I saw the video this morning and I had, here's what's frustrating to me. Exactly what happened, what we see in the video, was in my head. It played as a video in my head two days after this, and I expressed it to you. I told you. I bet you they were hiding out in the hallway, afraid to go in there, and sure enough, that's what I see on this video. I see officers who were in full retreat while those unarmed, defenseless, helpless children were in that room while this guy dressed in black with an AR was shooting them down, and he could have been stopped outside. This is the most... I'm not. I, I'm very careful about using cowardice and cowardly when it comes to Leo because I love Leo, and I'm very careful talking about them just like I am with teachers because it sounds like you're painting with a broad brush, and I am not. This is not every law enforcement officer, thank God. It's these down here in the hallway with the exception of a couple, and I'll explain that after the bottom of the hour news. Why don't you, during the news, why don't you watch it, and then let's talk about it, okay? Just Google my name, Trey, T-R-E-Y, where, W-A-R-E-K-T-S-A. I mean, even to the point where one of them casually gets himself a handful of hand sanitizer as if the killer is going to give him COVID. You know, I better sanitize my hands because I'm going to get COVID. It is just, it is just I, I can't come up with any way of excusing what is on this video. None what's, And I would love to. I would love to give them a break. I'd love to. I have given these guys every benefit of the doubt all the way through this process, and I can't do that anymore. They don't deserve any more benefit of the doubt as far as what I'm seeing on this video. And that mayor down there, McLaughlin, he's he's more upset that the video was released than he is about what is on this video. If I'm the mayor, I fire every one of them with the exception of the daddy who was there, with the exception of the husband who arrived, and with the exception of those who showed up and actually killed this killer. 
210-599-5555. Check it out. We'll talk about it. I also want to talk about uh, Fauci. He's back, you know, so we'll talk about him and what he's saying. I want to tell you about Alamo Water Softeners. Alamo Water Softeners, the best in water treatment for your home to soften your water. That, that helps your clothes live longer and certainly those very expensive appliances. I don't know what it's like for you, but around my house, i got to watch the money, right, very carefully. And when you're talking about replacing appliances, have you seen the cost of water heaters and dishwashers and refrigerators lately? And my gosh, you know, this incredible runaway inflation, this Biden inflation has caused them to go way up in prices. So you want to make sure you run a soft water through there. In addition to that, you want healthy water because you want to be drinking a lot of water right now. And healthy water comes from Alamo Water Softeners. Here's what you do. Make an online appointment, alamowatersofteners.com, alamowatersofteners.com. With one of Alamo Water Softeners' whole home specialists, take advantage of their premium bundle pricing through July on Alamo Water Softeners High Efficiency Advanced Technology with complete whole home coverage. That's protection for your family you can depend on. That's protection for everybody in your house. That's AlamoWaterSofteners.com. All right. 738 Ware and off. Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. Patrick Terry. That's who it is. Somebody from their corporate office just called. 210-599-5555, talking about the uh, video out of Uvalde, where, and again, I'll say this, I, you know, I guess we have new listeners every couple of minutes. Mark just sent me an email. No, not painting with a broad brush. This does not include all Leo. I still love uh, police officers. These, I'm talking about the ones in the hallway, with the exception of the daddy who wanted to get in there and save his little girl. I'm talking about the others who ran and hid. They hid out at the end of the hallway so that they could preserve their lives while the children were being terrorized and murdered. They had a chance to kill the guy outside. The video shows it clearly. And they did not kill him outside. He comes walking, not running, very, oh, I, he wasn't in a hurry at all. He just sauntered inside, casually walking in and walking by other classroom doors to this specific door. It was almost as if he knew that door was unlocked and the others were locked. That's just my opinion, but that's the way I see it. He walked up to a specific door, walked in, and then casually started to shoot the children. The officers were there immediately, two of them going down the hallway, and then when he shot out, they retreated and hid out down at the end, and then all kinds of officers showed up. The number is, well, it's a little bit in question, but somewhere around 19 officers standing at the end of the hallway to protect their own lives, one of them using hand sanitizer, I don't know what the hell for, and they're standing there, they have long guns, they have every gun you can imagine, and they stand there to protect their own lives for 77 minutes, 77 minutes while holding a daddy back who's an officer who can't get down there to his daughter another shows up to get to his wife who's in there they take his gun away and haul him out and then border patrol were told or whoever it was shows up in army fatigues they go down there and kill the dude 77 minutes these guys hit out down the hallway the feminization of masculinity of men in america it's what you're looking at right there hobson go right ahead you're on ktsa Hobson, no Hobson, then we go to Adam. You're on KTSA. Go, Adam. Sure, I just want to make a quick comment about Fauci. You know, I had told you that the so-called vaccine didn't stop you from getting the virus. You know, saying it helps a little bit is not a vaccine. You know, literally everybody I know who got their shots, did everything they were supposed to, got the virus. Uh, Trey, I didn't get any shots, and I was fine. And I know, Trey, if I would have got at least one shot, I would have got the virus. You know, uh, 
what this Chinese virus did to our economy, our our worth ethic, you know, what it did to our children, Trey. You know, it's time to investigate Fauci and his direct connection to the lab in China, the lies he told Congress, the lies he told the American people. Fauci needs to be held accountable instead of being treated like a celebrity. All right. Thank you, man. I appreciate that very much, Adam. Let me switch to that topic. If you want to comment on any of these news stories, feel free, including that video out of uh, of Uvalde, which is horrific. If you want to see it, just Google my name, Trey Ware, KTSA. Okay, so... What Adam is referring to is Anthony Fauci has resurfaced. Did you miss him? Beetlejuice is back. Hey, all you got to do is say his name three times. I'm here. Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. He's back. And now they're talking it up again. Remember I told you yesterday that Javier Becerra, the Secretary of uh, Health and Human Services, get ready because the fall time, boy, right around election time. I've been calling it the uh, midterm variant is going to hit you. The cheat-by-mail midterm variant's going to hit you, and uh, they're going to try it all over again, lock you down. You can vote by mail. That means everybody gets a chance to vote, including the 3 million illegal aliens that Joe Biden has brought into the country since he has been president. They'll get a chance to vote, too. If they're voting by mail, who's going to follow up? Who's going to know? Wink, wink, nod, nod anyway. So Fauci's back as a good little soldier to make sure that you, you're locked down for the midterm variant. But what he did say yesterday, he said the, well, he said the quiet thing yesterday. He said one of the things that's clear from the data, vaccines don't protect against infection. Vaccines don't protect against infection. You're going to do reasonably well if you end up getting it if you've been vaccinated versus non-vaccination. But, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't keep you from getting it. From getting it. And Fauci should know. Remember, he had been quadruple vaccinated and boosted, and he got it and then was negative, and two days later got it again. Got it again, was reinfected two days later. And then he disappeared, fell off the radar screen. He he looks like death warmed over him uh, when he's back now on TV. But doesn't it make you wonder about all those people that because of Joe's vax mandate lost their jobs? Well, if you're wondering about it, the next time you go to catch an airplane and the flight has been canceled or you're having to wait extra long because the flight is delayed or whatever, a lot of that has to do with the fact that a lot of pilots and crew lost their jobs because they refused to get vaccinated and many of the pilots just decided to go ahead and retire. No, no, I'm not going to get vaccinated, so I'm just going to retire. That's not on them. That's on Joe Biden. That's on Anthony Fauci. They did that to you when you go to get on an airplane. If that plane is delayed like it is now, if they don't have a crew. In fact, he caused a labor shortage crisis in America with his vax mandates because so many people, even people in the military, said, I'm not going to take this. And so you're fired. They didn't take the vax, and they got fired. A vaccine that does nothing to protect you from this virus. A vaccine that now Fauci admits, you know, uh, it's not going to protect you from getting it. You're, 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 it's not gonna, it doesn't keep you from getting it. All this vaccine apparently did was make Moderna and Pfizer really, really wealthy. And if you want to follow the money somewhere, follow that money. Yes, look into the lab. I believe it was created in a lab in China for specific purposes, as Tucker Carlson said the other night. I fully believe that. But I also believe you ought to follow the money and see who benefited from all that money that Moderna and Pfizer made. Any any officials in our government? Anybody in the bureaucracy? Anybody? 
Who all benefited from all that billions and billions and billions of dollars? Well, it keeps you from getting super sick and keeps you from dying. I don't believe that either. You know what I believe? I believe the doctors and nurses, they're the ones who figured out how to fight this stuff, and that's why you see lives being saved. That's why. Not because you got Pfizer and Moderna in your body. And now they're putting it in five-year-old kids, and they want to put it in kids the minute they come out, the minute they're born for something that doesn't work, and now he admits it doesn't work. Jill, you're on KTSA. Go ahead. I just wanted to make a quick comment about the feminization of the male. Yep. Uh, the, the the cop that drives me nuts is the one at the January 6th hearings. Uh, he's the Capitol policeman that was injured in the head and his foot, and they keep showing him on the screen, and he's always wiping his eyes like something that happened almost two years ago he still cannot, you know, contend with it. To me, well, that's Hollywood. That ultra feminization. Yeah, that's that's how. You know what that is, Jill? That's Hollywood. That, that that's what that is. You know, he's planted up for the cameras. He's planted up to help out the the Democrats against Joe Biden. It's that's Hollywood. Uh, he's just an actor at this point. Thank you, Jill. I appreciate it. But on the other side of the break, I'm going to talk more about the feminization of men and what I saw in this video from Uvalde. And can you believe the mayor of Uvalde? He's more upset that the video came out than what's in the video. That's it. He's more upset that the video came out and the, and the parents didn't get to see it than, than what he sees in this video, which is police officers running away from this shooter and hiding down around a corner to preserve their own lives instead of storming that classroom. They had the advantage in weaponry, and they had the advantage in numbers of police officers there. And for whatever reason, they hung out down at the end of the hallway while children were being killed. You think about that, and we'll come back. 210-599-5555. The reason I'm talking about it, look, they would love nothing more than this just go away and be slept, swept under the rug and never to be mentioned again. And we can't allow that to happen, folks, because we, can't, we have to stop this from ever happening again. What is on this video should never ever happen again out of all and, and you know what infuriates you even more thanks to john cornyn you had insult to injury by going after people who weren't even there going after their guns your gun and my gun we had nothing to do with this and john cornyn and the liberal democrats the biggest threat to us they go after our guns and put more limitations on us and our freedoms they limit more of our freedoms we had nothing to do with this when in fact those police officers could have stopped this before it got out of hand the way it did they could have killed the guy outside before he ever made it inside. He clearly was not there to deliver daisies and, and, and chocolate to the children. He was there to kill children. That's why he was there. And that's what he did. Anyway, um, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Bridgehead IT is your IT company. And, you know, you're going to have access to resources through Bridgehead for your IT that you've never had before. And that means making sure your IT is at maximum performance for your business or even you personally, as Wes Bunch told us just yesterday, even you personally can take advantage of the great folks over at Bridgehead IT. You have 24-7 support and assistance so that your business is 100% successful in everything you do. Whether we're talking about the computers at your office that your salespeople and your office staff depend on every day, 
whether you're talking about the the computers and the and the and the software that houses all of your financials and everything, all of your clients' data, you want to make sure that all that is up and running and taken care of and protected. And Bridgehead IT does that every single day. Their phone number is two ten four seven seven seventy nine ninety nine. Their response time is immediate. There's no waiting and no auto responses when you call Bridgehead. No contracts. And you know with Bridgehead IT. They become your IT team, and they become a great helper of your current IT team. Over 20 years of helping businesses be more efficient and save money. That's what Bridgehead IT is all about. 210-477-7999. Hey, if you- New inflation numbers expected any minute now. We'll tell you about that coming up here on KTSA. Did you get your French fries? Huh? Okay, I saw you leave just a second ago. I didn't know if you went over to Cane's or somewhere to grab. It's National French Friday. That's true. And, uh, so anyway, they're awesome. Uh, Bob Dylan, 81, banning smartphones from his upcoming gigs. Dancing his uh, first U.K. tour in five years. What's that about? Why is he banning smartphones? Do we know? Have any idea? Well, he probably wants people to listen to his songs. <laughs> Instead of talk on the phone. You know, taking video. <laughs> selfies with Bob Dylan in quit, the background. Quit talking on the phone. Listen to me. Hey, quit talking on the phone. You got to listen to me. You got to listen to me. That's what I'm here for. You got to listen to me. So he's 81 years old. Back 81. on the road, man. Awesome. Yeah. Then, of course, you got these guys that are charged now with trying to sell the stolen handwritten lyrics of Hotel California. Oh, the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame curators. Yeah. Guys, yeah. yeah, they're a in trouble. Former Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right, <laughs> right. When you steal the good stuff and try to sell yeah. it. Yeah. And They had a Hotel California and Life in the Fast Lane. They sure did. Lyric, handwritten lyrics to those songs. Well, I think he, he had those, but I think they had like almost the whole album is what this story yeah. is telling me. Right. And, uh, and, and it was really interesting to look at the lyrics because Don Henley just worked off a piece of scrap paper mm-hmm. for Hotel California, and it's really cool to see how he would write. He wrote a line, and then next or right to underneath that line, he would write three more rhyming lines, mm-hmm. and he would just go over those three more rhyming lines yeah. and then circle the one he liked. Whatever one works best. Isn't that pretty cool? It is cool. So, if you don't know the story, they were st- the, these memorabilia, the handwritten lyrics and all that, they were stolen. And then they end up on some sort of, uh, they were going to be on display or something, and these guys were trying to sell them and wanted a million dollars for them. That seems kind of cheap if you have the handwritten lyrics to Hotel California. Want a million bucks for that? Kind of underselling, but anyway. So they caught them, and now they're being uh, charged. And did you say he was a former curator of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, I believe they they were with uh, the Rock, they were curators with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. (laughs) So they had access to a lot of this stuff. God. Well... They're going to have access to a jail cell, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. if, if, the guard, if, the, if the guard is hip, he'll sing that as he locks him up. <laughs> Welcome to the Hotel California. Fool. And so will his Hotel California husband. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, let me sing He's to you slow life in the dancing the best of my love That's later right. on. <laughs> Hope you like the snuggle. That's right. Going to be a heartache tonight, buddy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, yeah, you you have uh, you have Roundup in your urine, just to, so you'll know. What? You have Roundup in your urine, just so you'll know. Yeah, the the, the well, chemical. You have you have mustard on your shirt. I do, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, they they uh, did tests, and they come to find out, eighty percent of people in America have Roundup in their urine because the farmers have been spraying it on our crops. And particularly yeah. you with all the kale and salad you eat. Right. Um, that's really, you know, I don't worry about it with my cows so much. Right. Although the cows are the eating cows the cows eat the, yeah, That's right. There you go. It's, it's, all in, it's 80%, more than 80% 
of Americans have Roundup in your system. Now, the fight has been, is Roundup bad for you? And so they're going back and forth. You know, Bear owns Roundup, and they're defending whether it's bad for you. The others are saying, of course it's bad for you. I mean, I, you know, I'm opposed to drinking it or anything like that. But. Yeah, I wouldn't pour myself a tall, cool glass of it no. this afternoon. That's no. for sure. And I don't feel all that bad. My weeds aren't growing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of wimpy. I got a wimpy weed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's turning brown and shriveling. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you need to switch to Job's plant spikes, apparently. Yes, I do. Give me some Scots. Yep. Let me drink a little bit of Scots, man. I got to water this down a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Quick break. Be right back. I'm going to talk about the, the video once again. So stand by. KTSA. Oh, I wish. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for you. Uh, whatever. I'll call you back. I ah. have to help these guys. Jack. Look at the polls, Jack. Where in Rima, <laughs> 7 till 9. News Talk 550, KTSA, yeah. and FM 1071. Such a tough guy. Sean's off today. Trey Ware, KTSA 210-599-5555. Well, the inflation number's out. Let's talk about that, and then we're going to get to the phones here on the Uvalde video, which is disgusting. Uh, 210-599-5555. Hope you're having a great morning so far. So the inflation number's out. It's 9.1%, the highest it's been in well over 40 years. 9.1%. When Joe Biden got into office, just to put it in perspective, inflation was at 1.4%. 1.4%. Uh, but what he did was he threw a bunch of money into the economy, trying to buy votes. Remember, he wanted to throw more. He wanted to throw $4 trillion more into the economy with Build Back Better. And when you throw that much money in the economy, you got that much money chasing those those goods, well, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get a lot of inflation. Plus, he screwed up the supply chain and didn't get that right. And so, well, anyway, we've chronicled all of that, all of it done on purpose, all of it meant to make Americans poorer, and Americans will be made poorer through this. Lower wages equals poorer people equals Marxism. Exactly where they're headed. I've said it many times. I'll say it again. The Democrat Party is the biggest threat that we have to the United States of America. And this is the proof in the pudding right here. Stock market is now down 300 points and continues to fall based on this information, about a 9.1% inflation rate. What that means is the, the, the Fed is going to have to really slam the brakes on the economy. Probably a, a 75 basis points raise in the interest rate. Probably at least that much could go up to a 100% basis points uh, rise in the in the interest rate. The, the the price of gasoline is coming down right now because demand is coming down because people don't have any more money. They don't spend all that money and they're dipping into their savings now and that's where we are as an economy right now done on purpose by the democrats to crash this economy. Remember lower wages equals poorer people equals marxism which is what the De- democrat party is all about. I've said it a million times, I'll say it a million, t- a million more, that they are the biggest threat that we face to the United States of America. And when November comes around, I don't care who's saying what, in November you've got to show up in force and vote every single Democrat out because they are about destroying our country. Jesse, you're on KTSA. Good morning to you, Jesse. What's on your mind? Yes, sir. Good morning. First-time caller, long-time listener. I just wanted to comment on how he just goes and a police officer sanitizes his hands while the shooting's going on. Yep. Yep. That's horrible. Yep. 
what do you think about the video? Horrible. Fibs. Yep. It is, uh, in 50 years of doing this, Jesse, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Let me walk through this real quick, and I'll, I'll preface all of my comments with, again, not broad brush painting uh, law enforcement officers. I'm talking about the ones who were specifically there in the hallway hiding out to protect their own lives while little children were 20 feet away being murdered. But here's what's on this video. If you haven't seen it, you can go to KTSA.com. You can go to my page at KTSA.com. Just Google my name, Trey Ware, T-R-E-Y-W-A-R-E. It's right there. It's all over the place. It's, it's everywhere now. The shooter, the, the first part of the video, the shooter crashes his truck, and he crashes hard. He crashes into a culvert. Boom, there's a big crash, so much so that two guys come running over to make sure he's okay. He gets out. He starts to shoot at those guys, and those guys run. This is right outside of the school. It's all on video now. One of them trips and falls. He's lucky he didn't get shot and killed. He gets up. They're able to get away. Then the shooter is outside the school shooting at the school. It's on video. It's not that far away, by the way. It's in, in proximity. It's really close. And there's a police officer that had him in his sights before he ever walked into the school and did not kill him while he was outside shooting at the school. You don't need to ask for permission. You don't need to try to second guess. You don't need to worry about anything because you know he is not there to deliver flowers to the kiddos. He's got an AR. He's already shot at two guys. Then he shot at the school. Now you see him walking into the school. Why are you calling for permission to kill this guy? You kill him. Right then, right there, you squeeze the trigger and you kill the guy. The guy casually, the shooter, casually walks into the school. He's not running from anybody. He's not hauling to get in there. He casually just kind of walks in. He walks by, my count, three other doors and goes to a specific door. Now, to me, that says he might have known that that door was, was unlocked and the others were locked. He never tried the others, so he had to have known that that door was unlocked, in my mind. Immediately, he starts shooting kids, but immediately, officers end up in the hallway. It's not like they showed up hours later or even minutes later. They walked in right after he did. Two of them went down the hallway. He shot out the door at them. They came running back down the hallway to hide around the corner, and that's where they stayed. The officers went into full retreat. And then when all the others showed up with long guns and wearing body armor, I'm talking about the other officers, you know what they did? They stayed at the end of the hallway behind the corner so they wouldn't be shot. The officers in full retreat, they had big guns, they had shields, they had handguns. They had what they needed. They had the arms and they had the manpower to overwhelm this guy and to kill him, but they didn't do it. They stood down at the end of the hallway for 77 minutes hiding. One officer even casually, casually walking over to the hand sanitizer dispenser and getting a handful of hand sanitizer as if he was concerned about catching COVID while he was there in the hallway, while you can hear gunshots down the hallway, while you can hear children being murdered down the hallway. These officers have run and they're hiding. One of the officers is a daddy trying to get to his daughter, and this big burly officer grabs him and pulls him back, keeps him from going down there. Finally, some officers showed up, were told it's Border Patrol. I don't know. I can't tell the difference between all these officers. They're covered up in, in, uh, in garb. Uh, obviously, very clearly, many of them have, have body armor on. They're well protected. They're well protected. 
But the others show up and go down the hallway and kill the shooter. 77 minutes. For 77 minutes, they stood and retreat down the hallway to protect themselves. It's disgusting. No, it's not all Leo. It's these that I'm talking about. And believe you me, guys, I love my law enforcement, and I, I've been trying. And, and since this old – here's the frustration for me. And Nora and Ben, I'm coming to your calls. Here's the frustration for me. When this whole thing happened, this is exactly what I saw in my mind, and I told you that, that this is how it played out in my head, that the guys got there, the dude shot at them, and they ran and hid. And that's exactly what happened here. That's exactly what's on the video. Video does not lie. This video is the truth about what happened. So that's frustrating to me. You can tell exactly these guys went and hid. They could have stopped this. They could have saved lives, and they chose not to. I know that there are Leo listening to me right now just as pissed as everybody else about this because this does brand everybody with it, but don't, don't, don't let this do this. But it's also the feminization of men we've talked about many, many times. There once was a time when daddies were home. Daddies were at the house. And daddies raised their young boys to be men, took them hunting, took them fishing, taught them those skills, put them in football, put them in baseball. They got roughed up, said, get up, boy, and dust your, dust your knees off and get back over there and play some more. But I broke my arm, daddy. Well, let's put it back in place and let's go. And then put them in the military. And they learned how to be men in the military. And I'll tell you something. Our culture and our media has spent the last 30 years or so robbing men of that masculinity, turning them into little bitty wimps. We don't need wimps. Yes, women are awesome, and women can take care of themselves. I have no problem saying that at all. But you know what? Our society and our culture need strong, brave men who will face danger. Our children and our women need strong, brave men who will face the culture. That's not misogyny. That is just a fact of the matter. Strong, brave men are needed in our world and in our culture. But yet, for so many times, all we hear on television is the male is the stumbling, mumbling, bumbling fool wearing a cardigan sweater and standing over in the corner, all effeminate. And this is what you get. You get guys running from the problem instead of running to the problem to save those children. All right, let me go to Ben. You're on KTSA. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. Um, like I did with uh, Rush Limbaugh, I completely agree with 99% of everything that you say. I think you're awesome. But uh, going back to the gas issue, I run, uh, I own and run a landscape business, and every five or six days i got to fill up my tank, and it's darn near 200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, got an F-250, and it takes 40 gallons of diesel. Mm. And Obama, or Biden is just destroying this country, and he's got to go. God bless you, man. And thank you for what you do out there on the streets. I appreciate that and, and, and just keeping this country going. And I mean that. I, you know, I don't care if you're a waitress over at Jim's or you're a guy who's cutting grass. You're keeping us going, and God bless you for what you're doing. And this is horrible, what they're trying to do to Americans. We have a chance in November, but it's the last chance we're going to have. All right, Nora, you're on KTSA. Good morning to you. 
Good morning. It's good to hear your voice, as usual. Um, no, I don't want to attack the cops because they've been attacked enough. For one, yes, it was very wrong. But uh, if we start attacking the cops, uh, it's just going to get worse. They're afraid to do their job already. And any time they do do their job, they get penalized for it. And and I, I, I cannot – hang hang on just a second, Nora. I'm not being argumentative with you, but I can't disagree yeah. anymore with you. I totally disagree, and here's why. This is not attacking police in general. This is saying that these guys, these specific guys, the ones I'm talking about in this video, were as wrong as they could have been. And I have tried in every way to – to forgive and, and well, not forgive, but but dismiss or excuse this. I've even gone to the point where I've said BLM, you know, in 2020 caused a lot of this by guys now second guess themselves. You know, they're they're questioning exactly. themselves. And I've, I've said that. I've said that. But you know what, Nora? That's not what's in this video. They're not second guessing themselves and saying, you know, am I going to go to jail if I go in there? What they're doing is they're running and hiding to protect their their own selves. That's what's in the video. So I'm no, I'm not doing this to all cops, and I'm not saying all cops are bad. I've never said that. I never would say that. What I'm talking about these guys specifically that ran down the hallway and hid around the corner while those children right over there, not not. No, not I twenty agree. feet I away. We're, we're being there. killed. I agree with yeah. I agree with you there. Have you seen Have you seen the video? That, have you seen the video? I knew I I knew when I heard from the get go that it was something deadly wrong. Have deadly you, wrong. Have you seen the video? Yeah, I have. It's a shame. The one it's that came out yesterday. The one that I'm came out yesterday. I'm telling you that they second guess. They making these cops second guess. That, but that's not what that is, Nora. That's that's guys who are fearing for their own lives, and they run away from it. That's what that is. That's that's not second guessing. You can tell if you haven't seen this video, Nora. I want you to watch the video that came out yesterday, because that's not anybody second guessing themselves. Those are guys that are running, they're ducking, they're hiding from the shots, they're standing around the corner and and just generally standing around. And then somebody said to me, and thanks for the call, Nora. I appreciate it. You've called on this issue before, and I'm glad you called back. But. Uh, Somebody said, well, they're waiting on, on orders and instructions to go down there. Folks, wait a minute. Children are being shot. You mean you're supposed to wait on orders to go kill the shooter? And you've got so you got 19 of your guys around you with long guns and shields, and you're waiting for somebody, you're waiting for Pete Arredondo to say, go down there? No, <laughs> that's not how that works. Ask any cop. I've read the training manuals. Ask any cop. You don't wait on anything. You and you neutralize the threat. And these guys went the other way. They ran from the threat. Those children were unarmed and they were defenseless. And these guys ran and hid around the corner. The truth hurts sometimes. That's what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about the truth. I'm here to I'm not here to, to, to cover anything up or to, to, to whitewash anything or to make it feel better. You have to rip the band aid off so this never happens again. That's why we have to talk about it. We have to make sure it never happens again, and shame on that mayor. The mayor's more upset that the video came out than he is about what's on the video. I love my police officers. I love them. But I cannot tell me, you watch this video, and then tell me how I excuse it. Tell me, t- tell me what excuse there is for what they're doing in that video. Come on, come up with an excuse. I'm, I'm willing to listen. There is no excuse. 
But come up with one. Call me. David, Michael, Donna, and Ron. Hold on. I'm going to tell you about Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. That is your place. It's hot, and your AC system is working, 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 probably not being shut off at all, probably just sitting there cycling, 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 cycling. Well, that's going to be the deal the rest of this week. If you have a problem, if it goes down on you, if it even burps, you can call Quarter Moon anytime of the day or night at 210-651-5899. They get right out there. Whether it's a big job or a small job, residential or commercial, Quarter Moon takes care of it for you. Yeah. You know what else I'll say about this feminization of American men as well? Maybe we ought to arm all the women, because the mama bears certainly wouldn't have stood at the end of that hallway. I guarantee you, if one of those cops would have been a female, she would have been down that hallway. A mama, she would have been down that hallway shooting. She wouldn't have been standing and waiting and hiding out. That's just where, where it is today with the feminization of men in America. Those mama bears, you don't want, to get, don't want to mess with their children. Remember the one that they had to cuff, and she jumped the fence and ran in there to get her daughter? Hey, David, you're on KTSA. Good morning, Trey. Um... I tell you, we have got to put the blame where the blame goes. We can't all have our little special cliques that we really support no matter what, no matter how much they lie, cheat, steal, or screw up. These police officers did not do what they did. Can you imagine the outcry had they left the, the audio with that tape? And you heard those cre- those kids screaming in the background, and then their heads being blown off. Well, you can hear the shots. I mean, you can't hear them screaming, but you can hear the shots for for real. Yeah, well, yeah they, they they took out that audio yeah. so it wouldn't be so upsetting. Yep. And the, so the lady who called, I understand generally, but you know, you were specifically talking about those nineteen guys yep. in that hallway, or Absolutely. however there were. Absolutely. You weren't talking about all the LE- LEOs. Nope. So we've got to get past this. Mm-hmm. And, and and put people who have who have done wrong behind jail. Uh, prosecute somebody. Uh, do whatever you need to be, get done. But we, we can't keep having our own little cliques that are protected for some reason. All right. Thank you, David. Appreciate it. Let me go to Michael. You're on KTSA with Trey. Go, Michael. Yes, sir. I'm a 28-year veteran in law enforcement, and I've been trained in SWAT. The, when I've seen this and heard this, I just shook my head. I could not believe what was going on. There's first, like you said, the the individual that was out there that had an opportunity to take the guy out should have taken a shot. You don't wait for uh, he he already had the justification, the protection of a third person. They're shoot he's shooting at the school. Uh, then second, once they were inside, you had four people. You stack up like squat, one behind each other. You count to three. You enter the friggin' room with uh, one shooting off to the right, one going to the left, one going to the right, one going to the left, and you go in there and you take the guy out. That's right. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate it. Donna, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Yes. Um, what I think we need is a whistleblower at every level of government. The last time we had a Democrat um, administration, we had Fast and Furious, and the government showed us that they didn't care about American lives. Um, I believe that we need to ask, where did the shooter get the money for the weapons? And uh, what do you do when you're in a military operation and uh, you need to ask for permission to shoot? I believe that there's something even worse going on uh, because of the Second Amendment. And I do believe that we've got uh, Fast and Furious 2 
going on in Uvalde. All right, thank you, Donna. Appreciate it. Steve and Charles and Alex, hold on. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware of KTSA for Pecos Fence Company. The crew at Pecos will take care of all of your fencing needs, large and small, whether it's here in town or out on the ranch somewhere. You turn to Pecos Fence Company. They'll build and repair a fence for you. They'll even sell you the materials so that you can save the labor expense and do it yourself. Whether that fence needs to be made out of cedar for privacy or whether you want it out of chain link or whatever, whether it's a security fence for the office or right there your quarter acre at the house you turn to pecos and and their huge experience more than 60 years in the fencing business they know what they're doing free estimates always and they'll talk you through the process as well at pecos fence company at 210-655-5656 i got you to hook up man on those french fries from captain john sadie we gonna get you going 210-599-5555 mayor don mclaughlin from down in uvalde I want to go on a record. The way that video was released is one of the most chicken mm-mm, mm-mm, things I've ever seen. Mr. Mayor, watch the video. You want to see chicken? Mm-mm, mm-mm, that's on the video. Don't be so upset about the fact the video came out, sir. You should be more upset about what's on that video that we all have seen by now. Steve, you're on KTSA. Your thoughts, sir? Trey, uh, we're, what, a month and a half, two months out now. Nobody's been held responsible. Nobody's been held accountable. Nobody has accepted responsibility. Nope. This, this, this is, I, I hate to say it, but for all the reasons that, that and nobody will. Nobody will nope. be. Nope. And for all the reasons that you've discussed and all the reasons that your callers have discussed, unfortunately, this is going to happen again, up to and including the feminization, the feminization of the American male. Thank you very much, American women, for accepting it and, in fact, promoting and demanding it. But if you are a parent today and you send your children to school in the fall, that is that to a to a school in the fall that yep. has not been yep. provably, verifiably hardened, defended, and protected, right? Then I'm sorry, you. Are, are going to get what you 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 are accepting this you you are you are being an irresponsible parent if you send your children to a school that is not verifiably protected defended uh, and hardened then 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 you are allowing this to continue to go on. I don't want to. Well, Steve, thank you, man. As always, great call. I don't want to put it on the parents, however, because there's a lot of great parents out there that are very concerned about this and are checking their schools. We've done that, okay, in our own lives. But it is just unbelievable to me and frustrating to me that, yes, they want to keep you know passing the buck, pointing the finger at somebody else, waiting for this to happen again and again. And here's what's super frustrating. Thanks to your Senator John Cornyn, the rest of us have lost our gun, some of our gun rights. Our gun rights have been chipped away when the responsibility, number one, was on that shooter, and number two was on the police officers who didn't do anything about it, who hid down in the corner, around the corner, hiding. Charles, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey Ware. How you doing, Trey? Long-time listener. Got three things to say. Ricky, where are you, first of all? We need you, please. You know, uh, God bless him. He's in heaven, but I wish he was here. But anyway, uh, I just want to say this. We've got a lot of Arredondos and a lot of those police officers that you saw on video, unfortunately, in the school system. And I know this for a fact because I have somebody that works in 
that capacity in one of the school systems. Ask me if they've bought them any body armor for the following school, for the upcoming school year. No, they have not. They have no body armor, no shields, nothing. And you're sending your kids back this year. I'm just going to say this. They're, they're not prepared. The other thing is, if you take an initiative and say, go after people that were breaking into the school, stealing stuff, and you chase them down, your superiors are more worried about what, how you ran the vehicle. Big time. Your safety. Big time. You know? They're more, they're more yeah. concerned about the politics and the lawsuits and everything, exactly. everything else. But, you exactly. know, also, and, and, and I've done this as, as much as I possibly could out of this, Charles, and thank you for the call. I have tried to look at it and excuse it and excuse it away by saying, well, maybe they were concerned about being sued. Maybe they were concerned about being locked up. That's not what I see on this video. What I see is they're concerned about their own lives. They're not. Maybe they are concerned. I don't want to say they weren't concerned about the lives of the children, but they were more concerned. They put their own lives ahead of the children's lives at that moment and that's not what you're supposed to do it's not what a man does it's not what a mama bear does you know we need a probably some mama bears in that hallway and it's certainly not what you do as a human being when there's a monster down there you go kill the monster for the kiddos remember how many times your child when you were raising them was afraid of the monster under the bed well that monster became real for these children and daddy wasn't there to take take the monster out daddy ran and hid should never happen again. Jeffrey, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Yes, thank you for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to say those uh, seven, eight, nine-year-old kids showed more resolve and and and, uh, and courage than those uh, armored-up grown grown men in the hallway did. Um, had a had a theory when I first heard this uh, that when it happened when uh, Governor Abbott was uh, given the. Uh, when I first turned on the radio, and, and uh, it just, it just it were, it happened a little while ago, and Governor was given the details about it, and he had the wrong information that yep. was given to him. But uh, he made a point of saying that there was an American citizen. Um, he said it twice at different times in his in his uh, in his dialogue. But um, my theory was perhaps, uh, you know, I have no idea, uh, but uh, perhaps that 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 could be a safe haven for uh, illegals, uh, and maybe that's how he got in. They Maybe they're used to having, uh, you know, uh, someone's getting chased, you know, to uh, to get in there because that guy got in too easy. Uh, they didn't stop him, you know, when they could have. Um, and, and then huh. they, they probably said, oh, God, what do we do? You know, and uh, we let, you know, somebody in here and they kill everybody. But uh, so uh, it's an interesting uh, theory, Jeffrey, and thank you for your call. We don't have any uh, evidence that would support that, you know. I mean, I, look, anything is possible. Uh, but when you look at this video, it was very clear. There was no doubt that he was there to cause harm. He was not there as a friend. That was not a friend that was on that campus. So you don't call when he's outside approaching the door with an AR-15. You don't call for permission. You kill the man. That's what they should have done when he was outside. And then when they had all those guys come inside, they should have gone right to the fire. That's what they're trained to do. Alex, go ahead. You're on. Hey, how you doing, sir? Um, first time listener. I appreciate uh, all the stuff you're saying, and I appreciate people calling and, you know, talking about this stuff. Uh, I want to say first and foremost, um, I've started an initiative uh, for the Comal ISD and New Braunfels ISD. Uh, I'm a veteran, and I've got some relevant experience. I won't go too much into that. But um, if anybody just searches NBISD slash CISD school guardian initiative, uh, they'll find out what we're doing, and, and we're trying to, to – look forward you know I, I i'm not too interested in 
and uh, you know, looking what happened, and and you know, I I could tell from the beginning that this was a huge failure, and frankly, unfortunately, I'm not very surprised. I think there's a, a societal failure um, having to do with you know not you know starting with defund the police and stuff like that. We're we're kind of putting these officers in these impossible situations and not giving them the tools to um, to handle it, you know. Hang, hang um, on just a second, Alan, and thank you for the call. I'll, I'll let you go. I appreciate it very much. Uh, but before you go too far down that road, make sure you see the video because that's not what this is. They had the tools. They had the manpower. Yeah, even if you got a 9mm or a 45 or 38 or whatever, you got the tools to go in there and get him but also distract him. That's the first thing you're taught to do and trained to do is to get him off his target, the target where the kids, and you get in that room and you get after him and if you die you die i'm sorry to say it that way but that's what law enforcement that's why they are the law enforcement officers and i'm not because they've accepted that responsibility and god bless each and every one of them that's not what this was and it wasn't a fact that they you know were concerned about lawsuit or blm or any of that other stuff i've tried to give them the benefit of the doubt everywhere i could i have i really have because this video was in my head on day number two and no it was not that uh, what this was was guys who were concerned about their own lives. They put their own lives ahead of the children, and we can't have that. And we, then we can't have opportunistic politicians like a John Cornyn who then says, well, let me take some of your gun rights away for what these guys didn't do and what the shooter did, and we lost some of our gun rights because of it. That should never happen either. So I'm cool with looking back because just like a football player has to watch the film the next morning so he understands what happened the day before so he can be better in the next game, we need to watch this and we need to understand what went wrong so we can be better and this can never happen again. As far as the guardian thing i am fully into the guardian thing if my school if my girl's school were to call me and say hey i need some help up here in fact it did happen because there were some threats some stupid kids saying some stupid stuff about our kid's school and i happen to know the police officers that were up there and i texted him i said do you need me up there too more than happy to come he said no nope, we got a bunch of guys here it's all good wasn't really you know the threat was kind of meaningless but we're here uh, can i bring you some food i'd be happy to show up with some food in the nine millimeter on my hip i'm willing to do whatever it takes to protect the kiddos so i'm into the guardian thing too i'm into teachers and, and coaches and, and administrators being armed and trained i am into locking down these schools i am into making sure these schools are hardened so nobody gets in or out of that school that's what i'm into i'm into defending and protecting our little children our our, our most important asset if we're going to call them that if we're going to say they're the most important asset then let's treat them like that if you put a cop in a bank to make sure somebody can't get in the vault and you put cops inside that school you arm the teachers and you arm the coaches and you say if you're going to come and you put a sign out front and on that sign you say if you're going to come in here to do harm to our children you're going to die you say it and then you mean it and then you back it up and then you do it when you have to do it and you don't have to do it that many times until these idiot fools like this get the idea and they say hey i'm not going to go there why don't they go to the banks and do this why don't they go to the army facilities and do this why don't they go to the police station and do it because they know they're not going to get very far they go to the soft targets which happens to be right now our schools and they made it softer after those officers arrived philippe you're on ktsa go ahead Yes, it's just, I don't know, it's just, like, I'm dumbfounded by what just happened, and watching the video, it's just, like, it's exactly what you're saying, it just doesn't make sense why these men just don't run in there and do something about it, and I remember you talking about the whole thing where they had to, they had to wait for permission, 
the whole mother, may I go ahead and do this? I don't know if you have more information on why that had to happen, but that's another thing where I'm just. I'm I, I don't even. I don't even believe that anymore, Philippe. I don't even believe that anymore because I, I don't think that they were waiting for permission. Uh, the guy outside said he was said he was waiting for permission. I think they were ducking and hiding for their lives. I think it was self-preservation. That's exactly what I see going on in this video. And I don't think they were waiting for somebody to tell them to go in. I don't think in a situation like that, when you hear children screaming and being shot, that you wait for permission. You're not going to wait. You're not going to say, hey, uh, can I go down there and kill this guy? No, you go and you kill the guy. And they had overwhelming force to be able to do so. They had enough manpower. Even if it was just one, the first two that arrived that we see go down that hallway, that was enough. Instead of retreating, those guys should have breached that door. They should have got in there and they should have got after business with this guy. I got to take a break. I don't want to, but I got to. Graydon and Cindy and Robert and Will, don't go anywhere. Let me tell you about Window World and Martin Bamba and his great team at Window World to take care of all of your window needs. You know, if you just need one, two, three, that's fine. Listen, they'll sell you whatever. But if you need a whole house full of windows, guess what? They'll be able to do that too. In fact, Nancy and I did that last year. And right now when it's 100 and mm, mm, mm outside, we're so glad we put Window World windows in our home. Not only do they look great, not only did they add to the value of our home and the in the curb appeal and all that kind of stuff, because they certainly did that, but what's most important right now is that the hot air is outside, our air-conditioned air stays inside, they're sealed up tight because we had mass certified master installers do the job from Window World, the industry-leading warranties so that I know if there's ever a problem, all i got to do is scan with my phone, scan the little barcode on there, and they make another window and send it to me. <laughs> These guys are unbelievable. I mean, mind-blowing service and an incredible product. That's what you get from Martin Bamba's Window World, windowworldtx.com. And on the phone, 210-767-0995. Well, I can't wait to hear what the great J.D.'s got to say about this after 9 o'clock. I'm sure he's seen the video. He'll have his own comments. He wouldn't put up with it for five seconds either. J.D. would have gone down that hallway, I know. So I want to hear what he's got to say. I can't wait for that. That's coming up. He's in for uh, for Sean today. Robert, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Yeah, well, uh, I've always known there's certain protocol when something happens, you know, because uh, uh, my dad was a firefighter for 30-plus years, uh, and I remember him talking to his friends whenever he had a cookout that whenever they would get to the fire, people would automatically go rush in and say, this, or they, they got to do their little safety thing. But I saw that video, and that was just simply ridiculous, man. I mean... I remember back, like in 1981, uh, my father reported to a. Uh, he was a chauffeur for the for the firefighter, so he 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 was the first one off the truck. So this lady comes out and he told he said that her son was in the house. My father didn't wait for the supervisor to give the give him the okay because the supervisor was already there. I don't know why the lady didn't tell the supervisor. You know, Robert, I got I got to let you go because I got another caller I got to get to. But that's a great analogy when you talk about firefighters and there's kids inside the buildings on fire and you're standing there with a the water hose. You going to turn the hose on or not? Graydon, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Uh, I haven't seen the video. I've been working and I drive for a living. But uh, I'll tell you something for all your listeners, and uh, uh, I didn't learn it in the Army. I mean, you charge in the face of danger. I didn't learn it in uh, conceal and carry class. It's something I actually learned doing airsoft with my brother-in-law where we were doing a duel. And the first time, we both were chicken and jiving like Neo and Matrix with the 10-shot uh, magazine semi-automatic pistol 
airsoft, and uh, he didn't hit me once, and I hit him seven, uh, three times. And I said, well, you know, I thought about it and said, you know, let's let's go again. So we went again, back-to-back, ten paces. My wife said, go. You know, he turned around, and I ran straight for him, acquired my target, and landed ten rounds at him, and he didn't hit me one time. Well, you got to go toward it. That's exactly what you got to do, and they're trained to do that. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that's not what these guys – in this video did. I love you, San Antonio. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 5. Bye.